0: You're listening to TCRG to CEO Radio with your host, Courtney J. TCRG. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode number 17 of TCRG to CEO Radio. I am your host, Courtney J. TCRG, and it's great to be back another week and giving you another episode. Now, this is an episode that anyone, whether you're a dancer, a teacher, or a studio owner, or none of the above, anyone can apply these simple mindset shifts to help themselves move forward and grow a little bit better every single day. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to remind you that you can get a couple of freebies from me out over on my website. It's CourtneyJTCRG.com and you can go slash tools for teachers or slash checklist for studio owners. We'd also love to have you part of our private listeners-only Facebook group. You can find it at facebook.com groups slash TCRG to CEO. And lastly, you can follow me over on Instagram. That's perhaps my favorite place to hang out and post daily updates about what I'm up to, some reflections, and of course valuable tips that you can implement into your own business or teaching. It's at Courtney J underscore TCRG. And speaking of Instagram, if you follow me over there, you would know that I have my sweet puppy Maeve who came home to me this week. She's resting comfortably for now on my lap. But if you hear a little bit of an unexpected whimper or squeal, that is Maeve saying hello to you. So let's get into these mindset hacks for success. When I was a competitor, I went through a period of time in college where my mindset was really working against me and it was really counterproductive in me meeting my goals because I would put so much pressure on myself and my fear of failure was so high that I was standing in my own way. And it wasn't until I did my fourth year thesis project where I got to choose a topic and mine was all around how to practice most effectively and what i was able to do was interview six different world champions all living in ireland all over 18 and i was analyzing the ways that they practiced since obviously they must be doing something right they're at the top of their game and most of them had been at their top at the top of their game for quite some time so i was expecting to find some magic formula for the most optimum practice session or a certain lifestyle that complemented training so perfectly that they were able to meet all their goals. But what I found instead was that they had absolute steel trap minds and their mental toughness was just so incredible that that was really their secret sauce. And when I was doing this project, it got me thinking about my own mindset. And I found some great reading materials that I was using to support my research. And I wanted to share some of my top mindset hacks that I still use to this day to ensure that I am not standing in my own way when it comes to growing my business, or growing myself personally, or even just being the best teacher that I can be. So mindset shift number one is the one that really changed the game for me as a competitor, and it's to only worry about the things that you can control. It sounds so simple, but it's so much easier said than done. It's a really liberating thought that I didn't have to spend mental energy on worrying about who the judges were or what my rotation order would be, whether I danced early or danced late, whether I danced with someone who was the previous world champion or someone who hadn't recalled before. It freed my mind to focus on my own performance, and that's when things really changed for me. And by being in control of my own performance, suddenly that fear of failure started to fade away a little bit because instead of spending the mental energy that I had on all these external things, I was able to shift my focus completely to my own preparation, how I woke up that day, how I was feeling when I woke up, what I had for breakfast that day to make sure that I was fully charged. How I warmed up and what I did to prepare before going on stage. I thought about what I was telling myself before I was going on stage. Am I telling myself, you know, oh, I'm so tired, I can't do this. Or am I telling myself, hey, you've practiced for hours for this. You've got this. And this same concept can come in to anything. You don't have to worry about the parent that's never going to get on board with what you're doing. You don't need to worry about the kid who doesn't want to be at dance class. If you focus on your own teaching or your own operations, it's going to free up your mind to do those things so much better. And if you're someone who has a type A personality like me, it's very hard to let go of the control. You feel like you can control all of these external things, but the reality is that you can't. So if you're able to turn that same amount, think of a jar and it's filled with only so much mental energy, you can only fill the jar up so much. Well, if you're pouring out that jar into judges or rotations or things that you could not control even if you wanted to, you're only leaving yourself a little bit left in the jar for your own actions and your own thoughts and how you approach all the different challenges or the different competition that you face. So that one was super helpful for me and I really hope that kind of diving into it is helpful for you too. The second mindset shift that I would encourage you to make is realize that you can't be all things to all people. This applies both in personality and what you offer as an individual to the world and when you're designing what your ideal clientele looks like in your business you have to be able to repel some people to attract the ones that align with you the most. Think about anything that's very polarizing. We remember those things, whether we like them or love them or hate them, more than the things that are universally appealing. And it can be really hard, even just in your own personality, your own life, to not want to have everyone like you, right? Everyone wants everyone to like them. It's just this human belief that we have. But when you're trying to operate a business, for example, you can't try to appeal to the masses because then you're going to lose the things that make you special. And I know it's a very hard thought to have people not want to participate in whatever you're offering, but the reality is that not everyone is the right fit for you. I've said this a couple different places, but I would so much rather have 50 students that are absolutely my tribe and believe in what I'm doing and support what I'm doing and are loyal and lifetime customers than a hundred kids that are not fitting in quite well, or you're worried about whether they're going to come back next week, never mind next year, or their parents are causing so many problems, you are so much better finding your tribe and honing in on the things that make you truly special than trying to appeal to the masses. Because as we all know, you could be the best person in the world. You could own the best business in the world. You could be the best teacher in the world. And someone is always going to have... A problem or disagree with what you're doing or the way that you are. And there's nothing wrong with the way that you are. You just need to find the people that support that version of you. Moving right along to mindset shift number three imperfect action is always a hundred times better than no action. And what I mean by this is we often wait for everything to be perfect, whether that's the conditions being perfect or the timing being perfect or the perfect whatever we're waiting for to come along. And this could be homework assignments, projects, different career moves that you want to make, different things you want to implement into your life. Think about anyone who's trying to go on a diet, for example. They're always going to say, oh, I'll start on Monday, or I'll start next week, or I'll start at the new year. And the problem with this is there is never a perfect time to do anything. The conditions will never be perfect. The time will never be perfect. Nothing will ever be exactly right. So if you're waiting for this perfect to come along, you're going to be waiting forever. And I know that I'm guilty of this sometimes, but it's something that I've worked hard on over the last couple of years to get over. And this is especially when I'm trying to work on a new project. I Always want to do it right the first time. But the thing is, you don't know what you don't know until you get into something. And if you're learning along the way, learning by doing can be a great thing. And if you're taking action, you can self correct along the way. Don't expect yourself to get it perfect or get it right the first time around. You're going to learn a lot by going through the process. And by going through the process, you're going to get better at it every time. So instead of waiting and waiting and waiting, why don't you take one small step every day? And if it is the right way, great. If it's the wrong way, you're still further ahead than if you were still waiting for the right time. So I would encourage you, whether it's implementing a new practice routine, don't wait for your schedule to line up exactly perfect even if you just put your shoes on that day. That's so much better than sitting there waiting taking no action. If you're trying to implement a different way to drill in your classes don't wait for the right kids to be there or for the right week of the year to come along. Just go ahead and start. Maybe it'll take you a little bit longer than you want or maybe it'll take you a few times to get it right but by doing it you're gonna start that process. Maybe you're trying to plan a new program within your studio. You're gonna offer a new class. Instead of waiting to get everybody's feedback or find the perfect time of the week to hold that class, just open it up. Open it up and see what happens because the first draft of anything is never going to be ideal or perfect. But by making that first draft, you can edit along the way. The fourth mindset shift is a little bit of a two-parter. It's do the things you're most afraid of, first of all. Do the things that scare you because growth does not come from comfort. And sometimes it's the things that you're most afraid of that show you what you really need to do. I heard a quote once and I can't, I'm not looking at the exact quote right now, so I'm sorry if I butcher it, but where you see Fear, there's procrastination. So the things that you're procrastinating doing are probably the things that you're most afraid of. For whatever reason, doesn't mean you're afraid of actually doing it. It might be, I am putting off doing this project because I'm afraid that I it's not gonna work out. So by doing the things that you're afraid of, you're probably going to make the most growth. The second part of this is to do the things you're most afraid of or hate the most as your first task of the day. Because like I just mentioned, if you're going to procrastinate about it, you're going to put off a lot of your other work while you're waiting for this as well. And if you start the day on a high by accomplishing that most hated task or the thing that you're worried about, you're going to feel so accomplished and you're going to have natural momentum to finish your remaining tasks without that procrastination or that weight on your shoulders slowing you down. So for me, I've been procrastinating a couple things in my personal life that clearly need to get done. And the only reason I'm procrastinating is because I'm afraid of actually pulling the trigger. So you better believe that in the next month, all of those things will get systematically checked off the list so that I don't have that weight sitting on my shoulders. And the fifth one, I'm sure many of you have heard before, but it's something that's really powerful. It's so simple, but so powerful. And all it is, is whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Because if you don't believe in yourself, if you think you can't do it, who else is going to think that you can do it? And I know there's the whole fake it till you make it thing. And I think that can only go so far. You have to be your number one biggest fan and your own biggest cheerleader. It's not anyone else's job or responsibility to cheer you on or pick up the pieces It's fine to have people that do push you and support you and cheer for you. But if you don't fundamentally believe in yourself and what you're doing, then you're setting yourself up to fail. And who wants to do that? And a lot of people have a thing to self-sabotage. And if you've never experienced this, you probably will eventually. But if you are thinking negatively about yourself or what you're doing, no matter how passionately you feel about a project or whatever it is that you're trying to do, if you're not backing yourself, you're not going to do it to the best of your ability, but then you're the one who caused the problem. So you've self self-sabotaged your own project. So for dancers, I would encourage you to, no matter how bad your practice session was or no matter how bad your class felt, you need to walk out of there saying, you know what, today didn't go great, but I know that I can do this. One bad day does not define me because the thought that you have when you leave the door is going to be the way that you come in the next time, right? If you leave on a negative, you're only going to dread going back or you're going to have this thought that, oh, well, I can't do it, or class was too hard, and it's only going to get harder. And the same thing when you are teaching, owning a business, trying to get up in your career, in your day job, it doesn't matter what it is. You have to believe in what you're doing, believe in your ability to do it, and then, of course, go out and actually do it. And then you will prove to yourself that you can be capable of greatness and that you've done it once so you can do it before, you can do it again. So whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're going to be right. So you might as well think positive and tell yourself that you got this. So I hope you found this quick episode Packed with valuable tips that you feel like you can implement into your life whether it's as a dancer a teacher a studio owner or something else entirely because I truly believe that mindset is everything and if you can always approach things with a can-do attitude and a positive mindset it's going to go a long way in getting you to where you want to be no matter what that looks like so again for this week This has been TCRG to CEO Radio with your host, Courtney J, TCRG, and Sweet Puppy Maeve. And we hope you guys have a great week. Go ahead and jump into the Facebook group and let us know what your favorite mindset hack from this episode was. And if you have any other ones, please feel free to share because I know that our listeners in that group Would love to hear your favorite mindset switch that you've made and it'll help us all move forward faster, which is what we are all about here. See you next week.